If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello out there to everyone who's listening to us here at Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This show is the go to. For entrepreneurs <laughs> with no ideas. That's right. If you have lots of will to make money but nothing in the noggin, this is the show for you. That's right. If you're stupid and think our ideas are great, yeah. this is the show for you. We're going to make you millions, Noel. Yeah, I don't think our listeners are stupid. No, I'm saying if they're stupid. I think, whoa, 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 You're whoa, trying to broaden whoa. the audience. You're trying exactly. to break in a new demographic. Exactly. Okay, good. Come on now. Good, because I would, I would get up and fight you. Uh-oh. That would be good radio. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so how's it going there, Josh? <laughs> Pretty good, Noel. How's it going with you? Uh, So far... So good. That's good. Beautiful out. Yeah, it is beautiful. I thought it was a little hot. Yeah, well. The summer's been a little on the, the warmish side. It's Not been as... humid. Yes, it's been very humid. That's what kills me. Deb was, uh, <clears throat> we we put some tomatoes and plants out in our courtyard mm-hmm. for the last time before our neighbor rips it all up and makes it into the Martha Stewart wet dream she's always wanted. And uh, <clears throat> because of that, well, we had some friends over the other night, and they were outside, and they were People got a little drunk. Okay, and they were sitting outside and <laughs> they had a, a, a their wine out, and uh, one of them grabs the glass and puts it to their mouth and screams at the top of their lung. And a slug had crawled <laughs> into the <that laughs> glass, <laughs> and they had gotten a mouthful of slug. And so Deb w- was mortified, obviously, and mm-hmm. and you know later on in the night looked up slugs and found out that slugs are detrimental to tomato plants and plants in general, but we planted tomatoes. Uh-huh. Those are big. And so she read and she read that you can slugs apparently love beer and alcohol. Okay. And so she took a couple of, you know, old to go containers, uh, filled them up with beer, some Miller high life, okay. nice tall boy Miller high life, put them out in the garden last night. Uh huh. Has slug party. And this morning, like 15 slugs really? drowned in the beer. Snails with shells or just the slugs? Slugs, slugs, not snails. I mean, I don't know. I, I know nothing about slugs. I always uh-huh. assumed slugs were just snails without shells. Yeah, me too. Um, and maybe they are. But I always thought snails were supposed to be good for the garden. They're homeless snails, Josh. That's what it is. You're killing and, the homeless snails. <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> we as the 1%, yeah. the multimillionaires, the billionaires, That's right. you know, we look down upon the homeless snails. We kick them out of our yard. We kill them. We can be uh, fabulously wealthy with compassion. No, you can't. Okay. I think that's been proved over and over again. No matter <laughs> no matter how compassionate you think you are, you can't be fabulously wealthy and compassionate at okay. the same time. Well, we're, not, we're neither. But yeah, 15, 15 freaking, freaking slugs wow. drowned in beer. Yeah. That's not a bad way to go. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Boil them up. Uh... <laughs> Mm. Put some garlic. Yeah, I don't think they're those. I don't think they're eating snails, I, man. I, I dare you to eat one. <clears throat> do you dare me? Yeah, we should do that on air. 
Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Maybe next week I'll eat live slugs Ugh. on air. Yeah. Well, I'll eat dead slugs, cooked slugs, but yeah. live on air. Yeah. Well, recorded on air. Have one raw. No. Okay. No. Like sushi? Yep. Uh, all I can think about with eating anything raw, honestly, that's the whole thing, whether it be a, a bivalve, you know, oysters or clams or anything like that, is poop. Okay. I, I just, you know, I can't eat a whole thing raw. It's the poop. It's the poop. It's the poop. Okay. Um, how are you, Noel? What's going on with you? What's new and different? Uh, not a lot mm. is new and different. I was thinking about something, though. Uh-huh. Uh, about a few years ago, I was in a uh, promotion for something. It was like, uh, it was a commercial, but I don't know what they ever did with it. I uh-huh. think it was just on a website or something. And uh, it filmed in this uh, sound studio out in Greenpoint. And they had, it was the craziest place he ever saw. All of the dressing rooms were themed. And so one was like a submarine. And one was like a, like a medieval castle. And one was like a, like some geisha room with a hot tub in it. And like, it was like crazy. And we were trying to figure out what's up with this. We were thinking like, maybe it's like a, house of ill repute at night Uh or something like that uh and then upstairs they had like this whole egyptian hallway with a giant sarcophagus and then they had a master meeting room with like the cameras down to the 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 sound stage and it was all like everything looked like it was made out of rock including the chairs and the table and everything really yeah it was crazy it was it was just really neat space Mm -hmm. except the only problems were it had fleas, <laughs> and it also, uh, someone had very recently uh, shot a whore or something there, so there was spattered fake blood everywhere. Uh-huh. And, like, we were all dressed in, like, I was dressed in, like, a white shirt and a tie and stuff like that, and you couldn't. Everyone was always yelling at you, like, you got blood on yourself. And it's like, I didn't, I don't, as far as I know, I didn't touch anything. And it's just like, you've just slightly brushed a wall and you've got like blood all over you. And it, you, it was, it was such a neat space with just fleas and blood everywhere. That, that the fleas part is most disgusting. You know, those yeah. fleas are little blood suckers. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's interesting that they're little blood suckers. They are. Because. The topic today is the ultimate bloodsuckers. Vampires. That's right, Noel. That's right. For all of you out there, this is it. Yeah, this is it. You, this is how we get rich with vampires. We are yep. taking the night back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we are. And, you know, depending on what shows you watch, vampires don't even have to go out only at night. Sure. You know. Sure, uh, there's daytime ones, I guess. Apparently, there are. Yeah. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy it at all, but you know there there are people who say it. it's just like the people who try to rework zombies into like super fast. I, I like the fast zombies. <clears throat> why do you like the fast zombies? It's uh, I, I don't see why it wouldn't exist it, that they wouldn't just go as fast as they could until they just run out of everything. Well, that being said, I don't understand. I, I know this is off topic, folks, but I don't understand. And I'm a big zombie fan. Uh-huh. I don't understand why. Zombies aren't just completely rotted away in a couple of years. Yeah. Like a human being would sure. be left out in the elements. Yeah. Right? Like after two years, you just as long as you hunker down for a couple of years, you're good. Yeah. You know, 
That's what. But I'm, anyway, there's I'm, that. I'm with you. Um, but vampires, Noel. Yes. Um, you know, vampires themselves tend to be very wealthy. That that's the uh, the shtick, yeah. Yeah. You know, I assume it's because uh, I, I see. This is the thing. My, I never understood that a hundred percent. Other than maybe they hold on to all these antiquities and then sell them uh-huh. at auction and make lots of money. But you know, they are not exactly like they're not seers. They're not seeing into the future. They don't know what things are going to be uh, the next big thing. Mm-hmm. The investment possibilities out there, right? I mean, the history doesn't necessarily dictate what's going to be the next big thing in the future, right? No. Um, so, you know, unless there's like family money that's lying around and, uh, they've just let it sit for a while and, you know, let it, let it accrue and accrue. But even then I feel like the rates of inflation and stuff like that don't allow for that money to last very long, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you can't work, you know, they can't work. No. I guess their overhead's pretty small. Yeah. And they, uh, they're able to manipulate people. That's true. And, you know, for like put people under their will. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, it's good. It, being a vampire, you don't even have to think about being money. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but to make money from vampires takes uh-huh. Josh and Noel to get out there and to investigate the world and present these genius ideas for getting the undead to make you unpoor. Uh <laughs> So I, I'm going to start right off with one. Okay. Okay. Do so uh, I started looking around at vampire sites, sites for vampires, right? Uh, there used to be, I used to have some involvement over at the Bowery Poetry Club, and they used to have a vampire dance party all the time at like midnights on Saturdays. Uh, so we stopped over there several times. That made me think like, there's a vampire community out there. Let's see what's there up is. with them. So I looked online and... Uh, Every site I saw that was made for vampires, they all spent a lot of space and energy dissing the poser vampires that they all called, right? And it doesn't matter what kind of vampire site this was. They all claimed that, like, we don't need you here if you're just pretending to be a vampire and all this stuff. Uh This is for real vampires. Uh, So... Right from that, you get the impression that fake vampires <laughs> far ex- exceed the real vampires, yep, yep. right? Uh, and there's one site that I looked at called VampireWebsite.net, and he, this guy really uh, did a, a very thorough job of analyzing lots of things. And he studied a large number of real and fake vampires and said that most fake vampires... Mm-hmm suffer from mental illness and are either delusional or are being preyed upon by the community that they've been associated with. And that's what, so they're either delusional thinking they're a vampire mm-hmm. or the community has like manipulated them into thinking they're a vampire. The community being the vampire, the community? vampire community. Yeah. There, this guy railed against the in quotes, vampire community, gotcha. okay. which he's, he, this guy's a rebel. He's an outsider. Right. Well, he's, is the real deal Indiana Jones. Okay. You know, uh, so uh, he states that 52% of people in the 
in quotes, vampire community, which he has no respect for, uh, that 52% of them, their fathers left them at a very young age. Uh, and this is a quote from his site. He says, many of the people in the group that calls itself the vampire community demonstrate the classic symptoms of psychotic depression and are taught that a lot of the symptoms of it are vampire traits. Right? So uh, he, he states that having your fathers all left at a very young age makes them look up to the vampire community elders and adopt their beliefs in order to think in, uh, to, in order to fit in. And that uh, in these vampire communities, critical thought is heavily frowned upon, and in a lot of the communities, you are out and out not allowed to question anyone who states they're a vampire. So you can't say, prove it. You can't say, I don't think you're a vampire. All it takes for someone to be a vampire in the vampire community Mm-hmm is to say they're a vampire. And this guy has a big problem with that. Um, So uh, I couldn't find any estimates of the numbers of vampires in New York City. Uh But there was, I did find, an expert in the UK who states that they have over 15,000 vampires who actually drink blood with... 30,000 black swans. Do you know what a black swan is? I do not. A black swan is a uh, a person who donates their blood to a vampire. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, So it's almost like a a sub and a dom type type thing, right? So he's saying that just of the blood vampires, there's 15,000 with 30,000 black swans, and that doesn't include even the... Energy vampires, right, the psychic this, vampires. Yeah, any of that, any of the other hybrids. <clears throat> so there's a lot, and I, I know personally, I know whatever the UK has. This is New York City. Yeah, we put them to shame. Damn, skippy. <laughs> we have probably more vampires than anyone. That's right. And as I could say, having gone to that vampire dance party many times, just <laughs> in the Bowery, there was a lot. Uh, so uh, there's another on a on a on a different note here. Professor D.J. Williams of Idaho State University and Emily Pryor released a research paper in 2015, and it was called, Do We Always Practice What We Preach? Real Vampires' Fears of Coming Out of the Coffin to Social Worker and Helping Professionals. And they did this whole professional research about how uh, people who identify as vampires are hesitant to talk to psychological counselors or others of the helping professionals like you know therapists right. any any of that right uh about, about their lives because they fear being judged as being wicked or evil or viewed as being psychotic delusional or having psychological problems uh-huh and this is whether or not they're a real vampire whether or not they're a fake vampire a poser vampire anyone who identifies as a vampire uh has this giant bias against openly talking to any of these helping professionals, right? But as we've just discussed, they have so many problems. They do. They have a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's 52% of the fake vampires, which are most of them, are, uh, <laughs> you know, 
have psychotic whatever psychotic depression mm-hmm. and they're being manipulated uh they need they need some help right so everyone out there that is you know psychology major or anything like that open a vampire friendly therapist office counseling office psychiatrist doctor any business that requires honesty about the client's life to the professional. So that lawyer, have a lawyer's office with a coffin in it <laughs> and like big, you know, pipe organ, uh-huh. cobwebs. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that works. Just, just, just in the same way that every profession has a sign out that says, you know, if it's multilingual, says, I speak Spanish. Yep. You're just catering to a particular group. Yep. You're showing them that you are there for them. And they will line up. They will. They will. And the need is there. The need is there. Most of these fake vampires. Right. I imagine a lot of them get their kids taken away from them. Maybe some. You know, when they're when it's found out that they that they are vampires mm-hmm. and they're doing this kind of stuff and they're trying to make their kids vampires, raising their kids as vampires, they they need like a a family uh, a lawyer, but what family? Not the regular everyday non nightwalker family. No, they need a vampire lawyer. Someone who is who is down, down, down with the vamps. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I I, th- I think there definitely need to be more. They clearly need every subculture at this point in this world has enough people in it that if you cater to them. Mm-hmm. You can do very, very, very well for yourself. Sure. And on that note, I come up with this. Okay. So as you mentioned, there are a couple kinds of vampires. Not even getting into the fake real vampire. I didn't. I didn't catch much of that uh-huh. shtick going on. But <clears throat> there are the, the whole idea behind modern vampirism. Uh-huh. Vampirismo <laughs> yes. is. Uh, <clears throat> is it's about energy, right? Yeah. Many of these people feel that they have known that they were a vampire since a very young age, since they were born. Sure. That this is not a disease, Mm-mm. that it is not a psychological issue. Mm-mm. Their need for other people's energy yep. is required for them to function in this world we live in. Now, some are, as we mentioned, psychic vampires. Sure. Or quote-unquote energy vampires where they just need to be around people who have good energy and sort of be around that energy take in that energy they get that energy through like tantric sex Mm -hmm. uh you know uh uh, occult uh or not even necessarily but but occult uh happenings Mm -hmm. uh you know uh or raves dance parties things of that nature on a side note there was uh somewhere recently a blade rave was thrown in New York. Oh wow! Where they like dumped blood out of the sky. One of the great, I have to say, one of the great. As 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 bad as people may think it is, it the first blade it was great. Is a great vampire. Yeah. And movie. and that scene. Yeah, the, is, the opening of it. Yep, great. Exactly. And yeah. the blood pouring out of the ceiling and hitting everyone. And so they did a blade rave that yeah. must have been off great. the hook if it went well. Um, <clears throat> but. Uh, so you have those psychic energy vampires, and then you have uh, sanguinarians. Mm-hmm. And the sanguinarians are the blood suckers 
the blood drinkers mm-hmm. that actually ingest blood from donors, um, <clears throat> and they claim that it actually helps them physically. They claim many of them have dietary issues that they say the blood helps with. They have uh, uh, physical illnesses along the lines of IBS, mm-hmm. um, uh, digestive uh, absorption issues that they swear that if the blood helps curb and if they don't drink it at their regularly allotted times, it will uh, get really bad for them. And so I said, <clears throat> well, that's just crazy talk, right? Yeah. That's crazy talk. So I went on and, and, and I actually got a lot of information from a, from a solid vampire website called... Uh, Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Vampired. Vampired.org. Okay. Um, but they interviewed this doctor who's a blood guy. Mm-hmm. And blood, apparently, is excellent for you. Mm-hmm. It is 100 milliliters, less than a cup of blood, 3.3 ounces of blood, can say, contains 12 to 15 grams of protein. That's huge. Yeah. Less than a cup of blood. Less than half a cup of blood, really. Eight ounces is a cup, right? Less than half a cup of blood has 15 grams of protein. It contains 40 to 50 milligrams of iron, eight grams of other protein. The, the, the 12 to 15 grams is of hemoglobin. So it really has 20 to 25 grams of, uh, uh, of protein. Um, it has uh, salt. It's got sugar. And it's got fat. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect food, right? It also uh, is an incredible laxative. Really? Yes, because apparently it's so (laughs) protein-rich that your body cannot absorb all the proteins and they pass through you. Wow. Right? And there's also, you know, a decent amount of water in it. Uh Uh-huh. Right? So So they should make like a human centipede vampire. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, eventually, it's going to get so, oh, uh, that's, oh, that's going to get so, uh, like, browned down. Yeah. That it, it just, it's, oh, no, no, oh, God. It's like Olestra. It will work like Olestra. But anyway, so uh, one of the big problems that vampires have in finding their donors is how do they know that these donors are disease-free? Sure. Right? That's a big problem. Right. Uh, and they don't. They have to trust them, right? Because they can't go anywhere and be like, I want you to test this person so I can drink their blood. Yeah. And the amount of testing that they would have to do, it would become prohibitively expensive. Yeah, very. And I thought to myself, well, why not give them a situation where they have safe blood that they can have at any time? Okay. Right? Like a just add water situation, like tang of blood. And I thought to myself, can you freeze-dry blood? Well, of course you can. Sure. Why not? Can you put it in a capsule form? Well, of course you can. You, you, you go. You do all the testing, uh-huh. right? You just have a massive testing facility. People get tested for everything clean. You collect women's menstrual blood, <laughs> right? So women... <laughs> no, this is... Think about this. Women lose 30 to 40 milliliters... Uh-huh. Uh, on average, per menstrual cycle. Okay. Okay, of blood per menstrual cycle. Uh, a heavy flow will be 60 to 80 milliliters, mm-hmm. right? So you're almost at the 3.3 ounces right there, right? 
you can collect that blood, buy it off of these women. Much of this blood, I mean, who wouldn't want to, if you know, use a diva cup? Yeah. Right? You just keep it, keep it, keep it, pour it out into into a, 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 a freezer or something like that to keep it solid. You pay someone 30 bucks for their menstrual blood or 20 bucks for their menstrual blood. I mean, come on. It's not that big, you know, <laughs> it's not that big an outlay. And who wouldn't want to sell it for that? You uh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, otherwise, it's just going down the toilet, mm-hmm. right? Down the drain. Might as well make some money off of it. I mean, look, it's not going to pay your rent, but it'll buy you a Gatorade. Sure. It'll buy you a Guinness to get that iron back in your system. <laughs> um, so you collect menstrual blood. Uh-huh. You freeze dry it, pack it in capsule form, and then you sell it with saline. Right, which is a uh, a a or or you can even doesn't even have to be saline. What's the uh, what's the water? It would probably be better. It's saline is going to be too salty, but distilled the, distilled water. Okay, right, which is germ free, right, and packaged tightly, and you sell it as a package, and people can go to the store and buy their blood capsules, which will be healthy as anything. We all know that freeze drying things maintains all of the nutri- nutritive value to it, and you just add water, and boom, you've got a perfect <laughs> cup of blood that's going to solve all of your physical problems. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Freeze-dried blood. Freeze-dried blood. <clears throat> I like it. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, on the site, it said that a lot of the fake vampires, uh-huh. when they're in need of blood, and I, lo- I, I actually looked up this afterwards, and there was all sorts of people saying, like, oh, yeah, just do this. And they <laughs> uh, would d- drink uh, yogurt, Mixed with V8. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then the real vampires, one of the mm-hmm. things that they recommend is a medium steak. That's a big thing. A lot of them get their blood from a rare, really medium. That seems yeah. even a little high. Yeah, Usually they say like high. a rare. Yeah. yeah. The ones I saw were like the real vampires, as I understood it. It was like a rare steak. And they will even drink the, the juice that's not blood. Sure. Thinking that it's blood from the packages. Uh-huh. You know? That is, uh, when asked why they don't, in this one particular interview, when asked why they don't drink animal blood, they were like, do you know how filthy animals are? (laughs) They're full of diseases. I was like, and humans are not. Yeah, I know. Uh, So, uh, one thing I'd like to get to is a new segment that we have been calling Josh and Noel Sellout. Josh and Noel sell out, 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 out. And every week we discuss ways in which we're actively selling our our souls <laughs> to for corporate greed. Uh, right now, currently, the best way to help us sell out uh-huh. is to go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com and to go to our show page, Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, and there you'll see a support button. And if you go on there, you can donate some money to us, and half that money will go to Josh and all. I mean, uh, to Josh and I, and we will. You know, we'll we'll sell out. We're sold. Yeah, we're sold. You will own us. You will own a piece of us. Yeah, like a vampire owning their their prey. That's right. We will give you our psychic energy through these airways. That's right. And uh, half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn and help. You know. Keep them in tie-dye shirts. Keep them on the internet, baby. <laughs> and uh, if, if you don't like us, <laughs> you can always go <laughs> to uh, the same website. Oh, no, yeah, to Patreon. That's right. 
and look up Radio Free Brooklyn's page and donate to them yep. and put a note saying how much you hate us. And all that money will just go to them. None right. will come to us. There's also, I think there's a link on the Radio Free Brooklyn website for Patreon. It won't be on our site. If you click on our show page mm-hmm. in Radio Free Brooklyn, I think we just have the sponsor button. But if you go to Radio Free Brooklyn on the sidebar, there should be a link to their Patreon. That's right. Um, because Radio Free Brooklyn is looking to expand people. Yeah. They're looking to, to take over the shop above and do things. Yeah. They're looking to make things happen. Uh, and you can be a part of that. You can be a part that's right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we're also open to corporate sponsors. We don't care how evil you are. You can be a weapons manufacturer. We can. North Korea, you can contact <laughs> us directly and we will become uh, a show just about how great North Korea is and yep. how how much more free you are than yeah. the rest of the world. We will happily be your North American shills. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't care if that means that my phone gets tapped. No. I don't care if that means that my house has drones flying over it all the time. No. North Korea, you want to give us money to promote <laughs> North Korea yeah. to our millions and millions of listeners. Yeah. We're happy to do it. Yeah, Four Loco. Four Loco. Get in touch, Four Loco. Is Four Loco still around? I think so. Yeah. Huh. Huh. That should be an RFB corporate sponsor. Yeah, bath salts. If you're a bath salts company, <laughs> give us a call. We can we can do the whole zombie episode that's going to come after oh, vampires. Yeah, and and just you got bath salts can sponsor oh, that 100. Man, they sure would. Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, but we will take anything. If you if you have taken one of our ideas, yeah, and you want to let the world know that you're using our idea to make money with and where they can find you, just let us know. Yeah, if if, if you're walking down the street. And you see Josh walking down the street. You can just walk up to Josh, reach in your wallet, hand him $10, and say, dance, monkey, dance. And Josh will, no matter what he's doing, he will (laughs) (laughs) will dance like a maniac. Yeah. It it, it could be in front of his boss. It could be in front of anyone. He doesn't care. I don't care. $10 in his hand. No pride. All right. So, uh... (laughs) <laughs> so every week we have a topic and we explore lots of ways for you to get rich this week it's vampires other weeks it's other things but we also take a minute out of the show to give a little nugget of something else another way for you to make money so if you are right now you know waiting for your steak to cook uh if you are trying to find a, a, a therapist who Looks like your dad who left when you were a kid. <laughs> or, or, or whatever it is you I've been doing. searching for that for 30 years. Yeah, man. Uh, you, you can listen to this and uh, make a whole bunch of money. Come back later. Listen to the rest of the show. Get more rich off vampires. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. They never said winning was easy. Some people can't handle success. I can. (laughs) I know what it comes with. Some people can't handle it. I can. The key to more success is using the right soap. I only use Dove. Dove soap. Trust me. Trust me. Watch your back. But more importantly, when you get out the shower, dry your back. It's a cold world out there. They use Dove deodorant. It's a vibe. It's so important for the culture. Wise up. 
Rise up. Bless up. So there you go. Some more words of wisdom, keys of success from DJ Khaled. Yeah, who's who's clearly um, <clears throat> possibly sold out on himself. Own there. <laughs> to uh, dove. Yeah, to dove. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I don't think he has, although, you know, they may have thrown him some bucks after he announced this stuff. But, uh, you know, he's he's all about uh, just keeping it real. He's mm-hmm. DJ Khaled. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dry your back. Use dove soap. Yeah. <clears throat> dove antiperspirant because it's important for the culture. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> clearly under big dove's thumb. Uh-huh. I personally hate dove soap. I don't know about you. It's like it's to me. It's like bathing in oil. Uh-huh. Have you ever used it? I break out. I guess I probably have at some it, point. It's they they don't call themselves soap. You know, they, it's a moisturizer bar. Okay. So it's it's like it's basically like a solid bar of uh, moisturizer. Yeah. Which is full of emollients and. Uh, but yeah, I'm Doctor Bonner's all out. the way. Yeah, I'm with you. They have quite a quite a large new selection of products yeah. these days. It's sure impressive. Do. Um, but yeah, DJ Khaled with your, uh, I don't want to call it a tip of the week necessarily, but inspiration. Okay. Advice for moving forward in your life. Yeah. I think we're going to be getting a few more of those. Okay. I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling we need to inspire a little more. All right. All right. You don't think we're inspiring? <laughs> I, I think we need to inspire more. All right. Okay. I'm not saying that we are, we are very inspiring, but clearly our, some of our listeners need a little kick in the pants. Little something else to make them go, yeah, I can do it. You can, guys. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Success. Yeah. Maybe we will attract uh, people like the vampires, people lost children who weren't raised. <laughs> weren't raised, period. Yeah. Just end that yep. sentence right there. And we will be your wolf mothers. And we... you can suckle on our financial teats. <laughs> We could do that for like uh, the uh, the the kids that are kicked out of the uh, the Mormon groups, sure, and the Amish kids who yeah. like don't come back from Rumspringer and stuff like that. They all end up being like drug dealers and 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 you know because they're they're suddenly out in a, a world that they know nothing about at the age of eighteen years yeah. old. And we're like, hey, kid, that's right. You don't need drugs. Nope. You can be a CEO. That's right. <laughs> we can, and then we'll have like. False get fake get rich quickers and real get rich quicker. Yeah, I think we need to do this. And Noel. everyone though will drink yogurt mixed with V eight. <laughs> <laughs> real or fake, it doesn't matter. And actually, you know what? Uh, we don't really care if you're real or fake, as long as you give us ten percent of everything you make. All of our ideas, we do mm-hmm. nothing. You take them, you make millions. You give us ten percent. Yep, yep. I'm with that. So, Noel, vampires, vampires. So here's one. Okay, for you, Noel. I was looking around at vampires. Yeah. And, you know, back in the 19th century, the idea that vampires were rampant around Europe sure. was huge. 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 Big. In fact, even here in America, I didn't know this, but in my research, apparently Rhode Island was considered like the vampire hub of the United States oh. for a long time. And that there were over 100 exhumations and uh, with the thought that the dead person was a vampire where they would exhume the body, take out his heart and burn it or her heart and then burn it Mm -hmm. and then throw it away and then put the body back in the ground. Sure. This was very common practice in Rhode Island for some reason. And apparently there was a thing that was done where when wealthy... Americans were traveling overseas, particularly to Eastern Europe. 
they would supposedly purchase vampire killing kits. Okay. And they could purchase them for whatever the money was at the time. And depending on the kit, it was, you know, obviously a beautiful box. Uh, and in it would be a pistol, a flintlock pistol, mm-hmm. usually. Um, <clears throat> several different types of stakes. Uh uh, several different crosses, uh, garlic, various unguents and powders, mm-hmm. uh, holy water, you know, basically all of the standard kit that you would think would go into killing a vampire yep. to keep you safe on your journeys through the vampire-infested towns, shtetls, and mountains and valleys of Eastern Europe. So supposedly this was a thing, and people would buy them, and they would stay in their families after they'd go on these long trips, and it has become quite the collector's item. There have been vampire hunting kit boxes with all the stuff in it that have been selling at uh, auction recently. Uh, On the low end, $6,500. Okay. On the high end, $14,000. All right. And several in between, uh-huh. obviously, depending on the quality. And, and, and Ripley's, believe it or not, has 30 of these kits themselves, and they're looking to buy more. They have 26 of them on display currently around the world. Okay. I guess, okay. Yeah, I guess they have lots of... Right. They have. They want at some point. To, they claim that there are not many of these things. That they're a rarity, and they want to have as many, if not all of them, if they can get them, so they can have the entire collection of vampire hunting kit. Mm-hmm. Right. The interesting thing about this, and we've broached this in the past, in our art episode. <clears throat> none of these are authenticated in any way, shape, or form. Sure. If you call up, and people have done this, where they have called up, and in fact, vampired.org has called up uh, auction sites selling these things for several thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. asking them if they've been authenticated. They've said, no, we can't authenticate this. We don't have people who, uh, no one, this isn't anyone's speciality, vampire mm-hmm. hunting kits, so no one actually would know. Um, and you know, we look at some of the pieces and we can see that some of them seem to be from the 19th century. Uh, so we say that this is an authentic thing Mm -hmm. and they sell it as such and people buying it because they don't bother looking to the authentication of these things, assume that it's a real deal. Um, so that being said, there's no reason you can't make your own vampire killing kit. Mm Mm-hmm. And then sell it at auction for thousands of dollars. Yeah. Right? You just, you know, as we've learned, is you just need to make up a backstory. Right? You need to have a collection of items that you can roughly date back to the 19th century. Sure. It can even be early 20th century. They don't look into it. Mm-hmm. Right? And you can say that you bought this at an estate sale from so-and-so. The big thing, the big key is apparently, supposedly, they all say that there was this one company in Boston that were manufacturing these and selling these even though there's no evidence of this company ever existing. Okay. Uh, but as that's the one key, is you have to say that it, you know, my great-grandfather f- had this kit. It's passed down. He was going to Romania. Yep. Sailed out of Boston. 1875, yep. and he ordered this from some company in Boston, or so my family tells me. Mm-hmm. Um, they will not think twice about selling this thing for you. So for a couple hundred dollars, you can create a vampire kit, 
and then sell it for thousands upon thousands of dollars. Yeah. Super easy, one-man job, get-rich-quick scheme. Yeah. You know how you could even make uh, it, this one, you can't do it on your own timeline. But you could probably make even more money uh, making these kits, not selling them to Ripley's. But what is up with Ripley's trying to buy all the vampire defense kits in the world? Mm-hmm. Right? It, it, it's a very nefarious. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. They're going to get what they think is all of them, and then they're going to unleash the dark. I think you're right. And then at that point... Your counterfeit vampire fighting kit that you haven't sold to Ripley's, uh-huh. the price of that just skyrocketed. You make a good point. It is possible that Ripley himself is the Prince of Darkness. Yes. That he is a vampire. And the reason they want all of these is exactly as you say, that they want nothing left to bring them down. Yeah, I don't without that those bit. without a flintlock pistol and a couple of stakes. Yeah. Um the other thing you can do. If you're someone who's genuinely worried about real vampires coming after you, uh, as per Bram Stoker sort of vampires, mm-hmm. um, we live in an age now where you don't have to wear garlic around your neck. You can have make create garlic-scented uh, cologne. Sure. You can create garlic-scented deodorants. Yep. You can create an entire line of uh, body products yeah. that are... Uh, garlic based yeah and uh you know sell those all over the world uh particularly in areas that are high in vampirism such as rhode island yeah um uh romania uh uh, most of eastern europe still if you believe blade um you know it goes on and on you know uh do you remember back when i guess uh the corporate world decided that our landfills weren't growing nearly fast enough, and so they started putting Evian in those aerosol cans. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You could get those full of holy water. Uh-huh. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's what? it's such an e- There's a much e- much nicer way to go about it than the old days. It's yeah. Less barbaric, you know. And yeah, you, you, if some, it, instead of carrying mace, you carry your holy water spray. Yeah. Some vampire jumps out at you, you scream, you whip out your little holy water pump, mm-hmm. tss, 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 and they're running away. You know? Colloidal silver comes in capsules now. Mm-hmm. You can just throw a handful at them. You ever see the guy who in the in 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 around the village and, and the area who took too much colloidal silver? I don't even know what colloidal silver is. So colloidal silver is a supplement. It's supposed to be good for you, but it's silver. Okay. Right? And it's a digestible form of silver. But you know, it's supposed to be a good anti, uh, uh, immune booster and all this kind of stuff. There's a guy who took way too much of it. Okay. And now his skin is silver. Oh, wow. And had been, I can't believe you've never seen him on the street. I may he, have. The, you he, know, you see some... He, he, he has this gray pallor mm-hmm. that is like this deep, deep, deep gray, and it's his entire body. I've seen him on his bike. He's an older guy, but I've seen him on his bicycle with his shirt off, and it's his chest and his back and his face and the whole nine yards. And he is his 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 skin has taken on the color of the colloidal silver because, okay. and there's nothing he can do and, about and it. And what's that supposed to do about a vampire, though? Well, like vampire werewolves don't like silver. No, vampires don't like silver either. I believe. Nah, werewolves, silver bullet. Isn't there isn't there a thing with? I know silver bullets will kill werewolves. But I thought if if silver will 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 burn a vampire. Eh, I don't know. I, I never heard that. Crosses, holy water, sunlight, all of those things. Yeah, yeah. I know all of that stuff. But now you. But go on. Okay. 
So uh, another idea here. As Josh already discussed, there are many, many health benefits to blood. Uh, there is currently uh, actual scientific research going into uh, 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 what's known as the youth protein, and it is called GDF11, and it's found in young people's blood and is being researched as an actual cure for Alzheimer's and to prevent aging. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's also many more accessible and profitable treatments that are already out there being used and they're growing fast. Uh, and a lot of these treatments are called vampire treatments. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are PRP treatments and they're being used for everything. PRP stands for platelet-rich plasma. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what they do is they draw blood from you they put the blood in a centrifuge, and then they take the platelet-rich plasma, which gets separated, and they inject that back into whatever problem area of the patient. I have several clients who have had this done. Really? Yep. Okay. So, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll get back to you in a second about that. Uh-huh. But uh, so there's lots of uses for this. Uh, in the Oscars this year... There was a company called Distinctive Assets, and they sent out swag bags to all the uh, nominees <laughs> of huge amounts of money. And actually, uh-huh. they're being sued by the Oscars right now for trademark infringement because I guess they tried to pass it off as an official Oscar thing, and it was really a promotion thing for these companies. It was a swag bag of cash? No, 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 of of things worth a oh, lot, worth of, a lot money. of cash. Okay. Uh, one of the things that went out in these distinctive assets <clears throat> swag bags to all the stars uh, included vouchers for vampire boob jobs. What is a vampire boob a job? A vampire boob job is, as I already explained, they take your blood, they put it in the centrifuge, yeah. they separate the platelet-rich plasma out, and then they take that Platement, uh, PRP, inject it into your boobs, and you get a boob job that lasts 18 months to two years, and it costs around $2,200. And when they do this, they don't just, like, pump up your boob full of this fluid. What they're actually doing is because this stuff is so good for your cells that they are putting it in a way to make a, almost like a scaffolding, strengthen the skin in a scaffolding-type so way. keep your boobs up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's more like a boob lift. Yes, right? I guess. It's yeah. not so much, because that's a lot of fluid. Like if you want to go from a, a, a an A to a C or something like that, like a full boob job, it's more like a boob lift for the older women whose boobs are getting saggy. Yeah, but they they are also like pushing it different ways. I guess uh-huh. the real skill in this is how to make the scaffolding right. to... Oh, I see what right? you're, you're saying. You're almost making a skin bra. Okay, I got gotcha. you. strengthening the skin muscle gotcha. so, so much. Uh, uh, so... So that's happening. Uh, there are uh, Kate Moss and Kim Kardashian have recently been in the press for getting vampire facials. And they're getting the same thing done, 
but in their face. And once again, it's not just like Botox where it's puffing your face uh-huh. or relaxing your face. You're actually strengthening certain skin cells to support. And so you're you're creating, you're actually lifting the skin. Right. Right? You're giving shelves of strength for skin to, saggy skin to mm-hmm. sit on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so one of those costs about $750. Men have been getting vampire hair lifts. And oh, I need to look into that. That is PRP injected into your scalp, uh, and it's so good for your your cells that they once again begin sprouting hair. Uh, it, also, it lasts about 18 months. It seems like all these things have the same shelf life. Right, because right? well, that's what it takes for your body, I guess, to, to you know, the cell eventually die off yeah and uh that costs about seventy five hundred dollars wow yep uh and And then and you lose the hair that so after 18 months your hair grows back your hair grows back in 18 months and then you need a refresher otherwise it'll just fall out otherwise you'll backslide yeah so that's ridiculous at seventy five hundred dollars i mean i i had the impression from reading about this that after 18 months, what you're getting isn't the full, the full treatment again. So maybe it's like oh, it'll be 7500 like and then gotcha. like 3000 okay. every 18 months or something. Gotcha. That's still a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. Uh, for the listeners out there. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I could not find a price on this, but I had to mention it because it is so grotesque. <laughs> uh, women are getting PRP vampire injections into their vaginas. That's not surprising. To increase their libido. Mm-hmm. Blood flow, baby. Uh, and I, I could find no price, but I found it <laughs> horrifying. And you know what? If you can put it there, you can put it on a dude. The same, same uh, yeah, you know, uh, mm. uh, which is horrifying. So we, when I look at this... All the articles I read were a doctor uh, performing this, mm-hmm. but it, it it appears to me that there's really nothing that you need a doctor's degree for. If you're a nurse, I feel like you could do this. If you're anyone out there who is any kind of healthcare professional qualified enough to take blood and administer uh, fluids to somebody... So you could be a home health care person. You could be, it seems like a lot of people could start their own vampire beauty clinics, give the vampire boob jobs, vampire facials, vampire hair lifts. Yeah. Put put it in the, in the privates of whoever you're looking at. Whoever you're looking at. <laughs> and huge money out there for you guys. Yeah, that is a lot of money. And all you need is the centrifuge to separate it. You need a centrifuge, which, yeah. you know, you can get yeah. no problem. Uh-huh. Sure. And then you can sell that plasma to the person making the uh, uh, powdered blood, the freeze-dried blood, mm-hmm. and they can, instead of distilled water, they can send, send pure plasma. Well, it was always you'd go in and you'd get your blood yeah, but you have and that... your plasma straight back. Well, no, what they do is... Is as as I understand P- PRP is they put it in a centrifuge and they separate the blood cells from the plasma. Yeah, and you have the concentrated blood cells, so you have all this extra plasma. 
that waters it down that's not being used. No, the red stuff is what they don't use. It, it, it's like this clear liquid it, they separate out. No, but it's the red blood cells that they use. Okay, I saw pictures of them doing it. Right, I understand. But I did, I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. But the the plasma is is it should be useless in those situations. There, there's some. Well, th- this is platelet rich plasma. It's called. Okay. Uh, but the, but you're right. On whichever side you're going to say it, there's about half of what they take that doesn't go back into right. you. That could be used for whatever. Yeah, it could be freeze dried. Uh huh. Could sprinkle on a on a medium steak. Right. Put it in some yogurt with. Uh, <laughs> V8. <laughs> yogurt with V8. You love the yogurt with V8. Uh, you love the I yogurt really with V8. I really did. Um, uh, I'd like to read something to you really quickly. I would like to hear that, Josh. Uh, this is uh, Ask Mystic Investigation. Ask Paranormal Investigators Questions. Okay. It's a professional paranormal investigator site. Can silver harm or kill vampires? Yes. Okay. 100% pure silver is a kryptonite of sorts for vampires. All right. Just as it is for werewolves. Blah, 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 blah. I eat my hat, yep. Josh. You um, are correct. Silver has a negative effect on most paranormal beings due to its ancient roots as a curative for various ailments, namely in its colloidal silver form. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Once again, I eat my hat. Just wanted to put that out there. Uh, so if you guys have any silver, keep it around. That's keep the right. vampires away. Take and that colloidal silver. If you're making some money here, uh-huh. you got lots of silver. Yeah. Yeah. Silver coins, silver. What you got? You got everything. <laughs> silver body armor. Yeah. Silver toilet. Uh-huh. Don't go gold, guys. Go silver. Go silver. <laughs> Keep the vamps away. Because <laughs> uh, there's going to be payback. They're not going to take this sitting down. No. They're going to get up. Well, I- I'm also trying to help them. I'm giving them therapy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You're good, per- you're good people, my yeah. friend. I think a lot of our money-making ideas are actually making money off of the vampire community, not exploiting them but helping them in helping some way them. yeah making it a better world for them easier yeah. for them for to get everyone. the things that they need right that's right happy vampires happy humans that's right and what are these vampires these humans going to do with their money i don't know no what? uh well you know what they can sit on it and they can just sleep in it in a coffin or something if they want but that's no good especially right. some of it's silver it'll burn their skin as oh, we just learned pain 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 uh so they got to do something with it they got to get rid of it uh so if you're a vampire and you need to get rid of some of this money so you can sleep comfortably again. If you're a, a home health care nurse and you you got a you know you you've got money stacked up everywhere because your vampire facials, um, then then, you, then use this. If you're sitting like a lazy butt on your couch, use this inspiration. Get up, get out there, and start making money on vampires and blood. Uh, so Josh, take it away. It may look like a piece of cheese, but this 160-gram palm-sized bar of soap costs no less than 2,800 US dollars. It contains ingredients such as fragrant plants and essential oils. But what makes it so special and so expensive is the diamond and gold powder contained within. That kind of soap, it's a change your shower from daily routine to a pleasure. It's not only the most expensive soap in the world because it's only made of gold and diamond. It's really something special, have a special psychological and spiritual effect on human being. Wow. Yep. Gold and diamond cheese can be eaten by a vampire. There's no silver in it, no garlic in it. Uh, so get out there, get it, buy it. 
Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can <clears throat> go on to Twitter and tweet us at GRQ Josh Noel. You can uh, email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or you can Facebook us at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can review. You can do it also that also on Stitcher, on Audio Boom, anywhere you listen to us. You know, we like reviews in foreign languages for all our listeners out in France. Yeah. Who apparently is a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand, but they're there. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, guys, uh, reach out. Give us a touch. We'll touch you back. Mm, touch me. And, touch uh, me and and we'll make the world a better place, particular, particularly for you and for me That's right. and Josh. That's right. One one billionaire at a time is what we say. It says <laughs> our our motto is it takes a village of billionaires. <laughs> that would be a very big village. That's Lots right. of big houses, property. Yeah. So uh, you know, we talk big. We do. H- how do you know that you can trust us? How do you know you can trust our genius ideas to put your hard earned money on the line or credit, whatever. Uh <laughs> Well, I'll tell you how, because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick out there, and we put our schemes up against them so you can see. Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Today's rules are prosperity tips, 18 ways to increase your wealth. Okay. That sounds fantastic. It does. You Uh, ready? Yeah, I am ready. Hit me. Tip number one, instead of focusing on trying to make money, Put your time and energy into creating value for others. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, you're you're not focusing on making money when you're sitting a, a, a poor fatherless vampire teen nope. on your on your black velvet couch. <laughs> black velvet Oh, <laughs> oh no, you're no, not. But it happens. And we you should end money. that there. We should just end that thought there. <laughs> that was so wrong. Um do your work with love. Just as resentment poisons your work, doing your work with love adds more value to it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, everything we're talking about is about loving. Yeah. You're loving a community here, people. Most of our tips, like we said, were about helping the community. And yeah. in helping the vampire community, you are getting wealthy. Yeah. I think that 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 both of those, boom, ch- check that shit out. Yeah, you off. can't give facials without a lot of love. <laughs> and Noel is two for two. <laughs> um one more. All right, one more. Stop looking for happiness outside of yourself. No, look for it in the blood of others. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's exactly where it goes. You take that blood, you put it in your belly, you live forever and ever. That's right. Uh, so we were three for three. Uh, once again, you're getting rich off of vampires thanks to uh, Josh and Noel. So once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Mm-hmm.